Hi, and welcome to Better After Divorce podcast. My name is Bilyana Vishnagara, a licensed clinical social worker and life coach. My name might be complicated, but my coaching philosophy is simple. I help divorced women bounce back stronger and more powerful so that they can have the love and life beyond what they thought was possible. I have done it, and I'm here to share a no BS version of everything I know, have learned, and teach my own clients so that you can do it too. Okay, let's get started. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a good day. Um, today's episode is something that um, I was just thinking about that this morning. Um, I was sending out an email um, to my email list and I was telling them about this podcast. Somehow I forgot to uh, send them a link and to let everybody know. But, you know, I've been thinking about this. Um, it took me quite a long time to decide to, to do this podcast. I've been wanting to do a podcast for quite a while now. Um, so the idea of it appealed to me. And, um, you know, I've been thinking about it, pondering, what will I call it, you know, all kinds of things. And in doing all that, what I really um, have done is I have spent um, a very, very long time, now that I think about it, I have spent a very long time coming up with not just reasons for why I want to do it, but I really spent a long time, most of my time spent thinking about the, the podcast was time spent thinking about um, excuses not to do it, right? Um, you know, anything anything from I have nothing to say and who will listen to me and there's so many more out, podcasts out there and it'll be a lot of work and, you know, um, what will I call it? And I don't know anything about recording a podcast and on and on and on, right? And it's it's interesting to me because when I look at all these thoughts that I've had around recording a podcast... I really see nothing else but fear. And that's the thing with fear, and that is the thing with the way our brains are wired. Our brains are wired to keep us safe. And the brain will do anything possible, anything that it can do to keep you safe, um, to protect you from some kind of perceived danger, right? So, you know, if you want to draw a parallel, it immediately reminded me of all the excuses you know, that I had, you know, from the time before I was divorced and then through the divorce and then after divorce, especially when it came to, you know, meeting new people, you know, having new relationships, that was like my biggest hang up. And I've had all kinds of excuses and I've had all kinds of rationalizations and I've had all kinds of explanations as to why I would not be able to do this or not be able to do that. You know, fear is often such that it presents itself as a fact. It presents itself as the complete truth. And a lot of the times we get stuck in the mindset of believing our own, own, own thoughts. You probably have heard um, that quote, don't believe everything you think. And it's very true, right? Our thoughts come from our perspective. So, you know, we, we get very, very invested in the truthfulness of our thoughts. And, you know, just because I'm having a thought of, oh, I don't know, you know, anything about podcasts and who will listen to this, my brain automatically goes to find evidence to support this thought, right? So if I have a thought of who will listen to this or this will be, 
you know, this will be stupid. My brain will come up with 59 different reasons as to why this will be stupid, right? If you are fresh out of divorce, if you are divorced and you're thinking about dating, your brain will find if your if your starting point, starting thought is, oh, this will never work out or, you know, all men are assholes or, you know, I don't want to get hurt again. You know, if that's your starting point, your brain will do what the brain does. The brain will seek for evidence for the thought that you have. So if your thought is that all men are assholes, for example, your brain will go out of its way to find every kind of example uh, of every single man that you have ever met that's been an asshole. Uh, It'll find evidence in stories, your friend's stories, right, of times when they met an asshole It'll come up with, conjure up all kinds of stories of doom and gloom and, and uh, of, of complete catastrophe. And it'll be, it'll conjure up all kinds of, you know, fantastical stories around this, this thought. And the only reason it does that is because the brain is telling you, the brain goes to a place where it's trying to protect you, right? So if I conjure up a story that's scary enough that, that, that I'm afraid of enough, right? As in, in my case, you know, who will listen to this and this will be stupid and talking myself out of it, right? The brain, you know, the brain will conjure up a story to keep you protected because as long as the story is scary enough and you're afraid enough, you don't have to take the risk. And when you don't take the risk, you don't have to expose yourself to a danger of getting harmed and getting hurt getting treated like crap and meeting an asshole and all that stuff, right? So the one way that is very useful for me and that I have learned in terms of calling myself out, it's not just, it's not really just enough to kind of notice the thought that you're having. That's a great starting point and that is great awareness, right? But it's also once you notice the thought is to really question whether this is true, right? What kind of evidence do I have for this? How do I know 100% that this thought is true, right? Do I have evidence for the opposite, right? And also, if I'm having this thought, how do I show up when I have this thought? You know, if I'm having a thought of, you know, every man that, that I meet is out there to get me and I will get hurt and I will get somehow disappointed, of course, you're going to feel apprehensive. You're going to feel hesitant. You're going to feel afraid. And then you're not going to take the risk. You're not going to go out on the, on that date. You're not going to join the website. You're not going to, um, you know, agree to meet somebody for dinner or how, whatever, right? Like anything that you can find as an excuse not to follow through with the, with the maybe even the possibility of it, right? And as the result, you get you get you know you you get stuck in the story of all the men are still assholes. As a result, you don't have any proof to the opposite. So you keep reliving the same story over and over, right? And and once you have that awareness about it, and once you kind of notice what what comes up, you know, you notice it, but then you question it. And then you also say, okay, there are some men that are assholes out there. I mean, that's a complete possibility, right? Let's not even pretend there are plenty of them. But then there's also, what else could be true about this? What else can I believe about this? There are plenty of men who are not assholes, right? There are plenty of men who will treat you fine. There are plenty of men that I know that are good, decent men, right? Because if you let your brain, if you don't question it, 
your brain will just continue serving you the same evidence over and over and over again, right? The brain will bully you into believing whatever you want unless you question it. So, you know, it just, it was just so interesting because, you know, I spent so much time coming up with all these excuses. And then, you know, eventually I just realized that if I don't, I will never start a podcast. If I don't, you know, if I don't just counteract my brain, right, by offering a different evidence. Yes, there are plenty of podcasts out there, right? But I can fit, you know, I mean, this might be useful to somebody, right? My thought of, I don't know how to record a podcast. And you know what? It took me a couple of days and it was very frustrating. And, you know, I was throwing stuff and I was throwing a tantrum and I was very pissed off because I couldn't figure out the damn app and I couldn't figure out how to edit the 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 voice memo and none of that right like I had no clue fast forward now a couple of weeks that I've been doing it I'm kind of getting better right um you know same thing with when it comes to dating and all that after divorce I was you know I was very convinced you know that I, I would have no clue how to be a single mom I managed to do that for quite a few years right I was very um afraid to get into a new relationship and get into a new committed relationship and afraid of getting hurt. And I ended up getting into a relationship and staying in a relationship and marrying the man. So, you know, I figured it all as I went. And the only reason I did is because I jumped ahead and I, and I went against the evidence that my brain was giving me. And I kept finding proof, right? There've been plenty of times when I was afraid to do something and then I did it and it turned out okay. There were plenty of times when I was afraid of doing something, I went ahead and did it, and it was not the best choice, right? But either way, I have learned how to deal with stuff. Either way, you know, my fear oftentimes was just pretending to be useful, right? My fear was pretending to be protecting me from something that was just a perceived danger. And that's the thing with the brain. Your brain has no idea whether a bear is chasing you around, right, thousands of years ago, when that was an actual danger, right? Or you are afraid of getting into a relationship for the fear of getting hurt, right? Your brain has no clue what's going on. Your brain is just conditioned by biology to react to any perceived danger. And if you're perceiving, you know, dating somebody and getting hurt as dangerous, your brain will just set off all the alarms. All the alarms in the, in the body go up, right? All the systems go up to protect you. You're either ready to fight or flight, right? So, you know, your, your, body is, your body is conditioned to respond to these situations just because your brain is presenting it as dangerous. So if you're having, any, if you're having thoughts of, you know, that are causing you to feel very afraid and apprehensive and hesitant when it comes to, to you know, dating or to you know, moving on after divorce or anything that has to do with, you know, taking some kind of perceived risk, you know, notice what your brain is telling you. Just notice the thoughts that come up. Take a look at them, right? Notice, I always just tell, you know, I tell my clients, you can even refer to that part of your brain, give it a name, right? Mine is Josephine, just because I like, <laughs> like the name Josephine, right? You, you, you notice, the, you notice the, the, the thought that comes up, the brain is offering it to you and you say, yeah, thanks, Josephine. My Josephine brain is a brain that's very scared. It's a very petty brain. It's a brain that gets um, very angry very quickly. 
It's the brain that wants to give up. It's the brain that wants to throw tantrums. That's my Josephine brain. I apologize if your name is Josephine, just a name that I like. So, you know, even just, this is not trying to make fun of it, but it really a little bit of lightness to it because we take ourselves so damn seriously. We take the thoughts so seriously. So if I have a thought of, you know, forget about it. I'm not going to do the podcast. Nobody's going to listen to that bullshit. My brain will just be like, whoo, it goes into overload, right? It tries to come up with all these reasons to support why I'm saying this. Josephine immediately jumps into action, scaring me, you know, scaring the crap out of me, finding all the evidence, right? But instead of doing all that, listen to what your brain is presenting you. Okay, you're trying to protect me. Thanks, Josephine, but no thank you, because I know that this is not true. And I also know that even if it's, if it is true and it turns out to be crappy and it turns out to be a a crappy experience, it's fine. At least I know that I, I, I will have tried and I will have taken a chance. And that's it. No big deal, right? So, you know, I want you to, you know, think about where you're getting stuck in your desire to do more, uh, experience more after divorce, because your brain has decided to give you all these stories, but why it's not going to work, why it's a waste of time, why you should be scared, why you should just, you know, stop in your tracks and not take any chances. Why is it better to just, you know, not take any risks. Your brain will present all kinds of evidence. Don't believe it. It's just the brain is a bullshitter and fear just pretends to be useful. And it it pretends to be evidence and it pretends to be the truth that you need to believe. It's almost almost never the truth. Okay. I hope this episode was useful. I hope you find uh, some of these ways of thinking about fear useful. Um, follow me on Instagram, Let's Connect. I am loving after divorce there. I would love to connect. Uh, I hope you have a good day and I will talk to you soon. Bye.